0: Welcome back to a social soul podcast. I'm Haley and I'm Jess.
1: And today's episode is going to be short and sweet, but we really wanted to do this specific episode for a reason. The reason being it is a really fucking hard thing to do
0: to ask for help.
1: Yes. So our episode is how to ask for support or just help in general from a friend could be a family member too. Um, But yeah, like We've both been through some shit in our lives, and we know how difficult it is to ask for help from somebody when you know you need it, but you don't want to seem like a burden at the same time. So we just want to kind of go through some tips that we thought of to share with you guys. I just want to be upfront and honest. This is something I'm still very much struggling with every day, um, especially living with a chronic illness. Yeah. And so as much as I'm giving these tips to you guys, I'm also giving them to myself right now. (laughs) So. I love that. Okay, so my first tip that I came up with, um, which is something that I have done and I can say has helped a lot, um, is just sharing your story of what's going on with you. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard for people to know that you need help if they don't know what's going on, Mm -hmm. right? So for me personally, when I got really sick, I started sharing it very publicly on social media. I think can say that if I wouldn't have done that, I probably wouldn't have gotten the help that I did get Um, because I'm not really the kind of person that can explain things yeah. like to family members and to friends like yeah. in person, like face to face is really intimidating for me. Totally. But if I can do it on an Instagram post, it's like not it's scary because yeah. it's not like face to face and it's just easier for me. So yeah. that would be like my first tip.
0: I will say that has been a really great way for me to learn about your chronic illness and what you're going through is simply through what you share on social media. So I do think that that's like great because you also share like really vulnerable shit too. Like I only really know when you're struggling because mostly of what you share on social media. Right? Like my
1: Instagram stories. Yeah. Because you see it there. But like I'm down in my room you yeah. don't see it right because I'm like hidden away yeah and then you see my that's so funny because I posted an Instagram story after I had been in bed for like all day yeah and like you didn't know what was going on because mm-hmm. you were upstairs I hadn't told you that yeah like, I was down and out well you but- had
0: told me what happened like yesterday so I was like I've She's probably like not feeling too hot today. Like, I know your period's coming. So <laughs> like, I just assume. But not just that, it was a different time that I was talking about
1: when I posted an Instagram story and oh, then yeah. you texted me. Oh, yeah. And you were like,
0: hey, if you need anything, oh, yeah. let me know. I did. And I was like, she
1: totally saw my Instagram yeah, story.
0: <laughs> I did. I was like, I can like bring you food. I yeah. can bring you water. I mostly thought about um, Steven because I know he'd like make sure you're hydrated and bring you water. So I was like, should I ask if she needs water?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I think that I think that sharing your story on a platform like Instagram or so is also less overwhelming to people. Um, It could be more overwhelming. I don't know. I guess, you know, some people take it really badly. I've had that experience from (laughs) friends, but I'd say it's a good way for people to slowly Get the information about what's going on rather than you having to like sit with them and be like here is everything yeah. that's
0: happening and well, then totally. being like holy
1: shit like they just get to like slowly take mm-hmm. in the information that you're giving them about what you're dealing with
0: yeah well and then it's like they can look more into things when they have the time or mm-hmm. whatever instead of you like texting somebody all the time like every time you're sick or like hurting or in pain yeah. or there's a new article or like some fact or whatever. I mean some people I still do that to them but well I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you know that those are the right people that you True. can do that to. <laughs> yeah because definitely people can take things a different way too but I do think social media gives you a way to kind of showcase and explain yourself in different ways even when it comes to like alcohol. I, I mean I probably Most of my friends probably know most of my things about alcohol because of what I've shared on social media. Yeah. Same thing with my family. Like it, it just feels easier to like open up there. Although I will say I talk about the things I'm struggling with normally with people in person before I like share about them online because it is a little bit different, but yeah. But not everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's
1: what it's good for. Oh it's like, you don't have to yeah. tell everybody in person if you share it on your Instagram, mm-hmm. then it's like a wider audience and less effort. Yep.
0: <laughs> totally. Saves you time. It Saves you time and effort. <laughs> yeah. Um, one tip I wanted to give for this because sometimes this can happen is like if you're struggling and somebody realizes you're struggling and they ask you if you need help or if you're struggling, like don't shut them down. Mm -hmm. Like it can be really easy to want to be like, no, I'm fine. Like I'm okay. And like go cry in the bathroom or whatever. Um, but I know like a couple weeks ago I was having a hard time and you came upstairs and you could just tell. And you just like came up behind me and like gave me a hug. And as much as I wanted to be like, I'm fine, it was nice to just like be able to like say, yeah, like I am kind of struggling right now, you know, with everything going on. And I always feel so awkward when I cry in front of people. Like I have the most awkward thing in the world. I have like a vulnerability hangover or something. I'm like, God, I feel like such an idiot. They Mm -hmm. saw me cry. But then it's like when I see somebody else cry, I'm never like... God, what yeah, an idiot. right. You're never
1: like, oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah, like you're totally just like you feel for that person, and I like that was literally my next tip too because I know it's something I struggle with. People have asked me, oh, can I get you anything? Do you need help? Like, what can I do to help you? And I'm always like, no, I'm fine. And then on, ten minutes later, I'm like, I'm not fucking fine. Why did I say I'm fine? Like, there's so many things that that person could have helped me with, but mm-hmm. I just like, have this guilt and this shame that, like, I don't want to ask for help. I wish I Mm -hmm. could do everything myself. But, like, nobody can do everything themselves. Like, that is such a bad mindset that we totally are stuck with Mm -hmm. and that we really need to, like, be here for each other and be able to help each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that does go both ways. Like when you were talking about, like when I came upstairs, mm-hmm. cause like I knew like, I also have just, I feel like those empathetic things where yes. I can tell, especially you because yeah. you're my best friend. I'm yeah. like, I know she's like not doing good right now. Yeah, um, But I think that's also important for the people who are wanting to offer support to somebody is like, sometimes, don't ask them mm-hmm. sometimes just give them something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes just do something mm-hmm. like obviously don't overly do it because you don't want to like go over any boundaries yeah. from that person. Yeah. Like, don't
0: like be like, I'm going to take you on this like really nice weekend getaway. <laughs> yeah. Don't str- add more stress, <laughs> but like just hugging you because yeah. I knew that you
1: weren't doing good rather totally. than being like, are you okay? Can I yeah. do anything for you? Cause you probably would have been like, no, it's fine. Like, yeah. Cause you know, you will get over it. You will yeah. get past it. But it's like when my dog passed away and I got home, mm-hmm. you just hugged me. Oh my you God. didn't ask me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like there is those kind of gestures that mm-hmm. are so nice. Yeah. They're so nice.
0: Yeah. That's such a good, such a good point. Like something as simple as a hug. hmm. Yeah. Something simple or even just like a text, like mm-hmm.
1: a sweet text message,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the little gestures. Yep. are just the way to go. Yeah. In my opinion.
0: I also like to think about like kind of the ripple of that too. Like you said, like a kind gesture, like a text. I was like thinking like Venmoing somebody like those are cute. I yeah, like those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a fun idea.
1: Like the here, get yourself a coffee today or like mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, And I kind of wanted to, I kind of mentioned this, so I'll just like roll into it. The like, don't step over the boundaries. So like if you're somebody that's wanting somebody to support you, make sure that you know what your boundaries are like when you ask them for help or like ask them for something because you need to set those boundaries with them as well. Because if you ask them for something, but you don't really like want it over exaggerated or you don't want it every day or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then just make sure you like, oh, and. Like you checking in on me every like once a week
0: mm-hmm.
1: would be really, really helpful rather yep. than just being like, oh, well, if you would just check in on me because that, then that person doesn't really have like a
0: a baseline, a or baseline an or an idea mm-hmm. of
1: how often they should be doing that. Yeah. Like they, if they do it every day, that might annoy you and then yeah. it would backfire. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and I wrote down like communication I think is really important yeah. when it comes to this because you you obviously have to be able to like ask for what you need. But I do think setting boundaries around it, because if you ask somebody for help and then instantly it overwhelms you or makes you anxious, you're probably not going to want to ask that person for help again. And Mm -hmm. you're going to be like, well, shit, it's better if I just do everything on my own. Mm -hmm. But if you can just be like, hey, I'm asking you for help this is what I need or this is when I need it, this is how often I need it, then they, they know exactly what you're asking for. But I think a lot of the time we like ask for things and we don't actually communicate what yes. we need. So I do think that, yeah, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, I think like finding a time to connect with your people could mm-hmm. be helpful in asking for help as well. Like, I mean, I think you and I, over like since we started producing the podcast, it's like we have these like regular check-ins with each other and now mm-hmm. we like live with each other. It's a lot easier now. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. Um, But yeah, even if it's like a weekly phone call with your sister or your best friend or your mom or somebody in your life, hell, even like a weekly appointment with a therapist, you yeah. know, like, but just kind of finding time and scheduling that in can, can make it a little bit easier, I think too.
1: Yeah, and that would also be easier on both people involved because like you don't want to be overwhelming somebody with like what you need and with what's going on not because that person doesn't care but that person has their own shit going on Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like their life is busy um and if they're an empathetic person it takes a huge toll Mm -hmm. on them you know like when you're kind of bringing them into everything that's going on in your world too and Mm -hmm. so like scheduling something to where you can actually have a conversation about what exactly you're needing from somebody is way less overwhelming. Yeah. It's, you can have time to plan what you're needing, what you're going to say. Like, it's just way better.
0: Yeah. Like my sister even called me the other day and she was like, Hey, like, I just need to vent. Like, is this an okay time? Like for me to talk That is so helpful, but it's also really nice because I was like, okay, she just wants to vent. Like, I don't need to like, help her figure this out. You oh know? my gosh,
1: that brings up such a good point that I didn't even think of. Okay, this is something that I learned and it is like the most important thing I've ever learned when like asking somebody for support. When you ask some or like when you need to talk to somebody when something's going on, you know, and you need to get it off your chest, mm-hmm. make sure you let that person know If you're wanting advice or if you're just wanting somebody to listen Mm -hmm. to you because there is such a difference and that person needs to know how to respond to you. I can't tell you how many times I've been going through some shit and I've texted somebody about it and they respond with like all of these step by step directions on what I'm supposed to do to fix this situation. And I'm just like, fuck you. Like, that's not what I wanted. Like, I just wanted you to like validate my frustrations Mm -hmm. in my in my struggles um you know what I mean but like just communicating that and now I know that because I've been through it Mm -hmm. I wish I would have known that way before I went through that and like awkwardness with somebody but like now I when I text Stephen I'll be like hey I just need to like get this off my chest I'm not looking for you to fix it Mm -hmm. I just need to like get it out there and get it Mm -hmm. off my chest and he'll be like okay Like,
0: Fair enough. Totally. Well, because you can end up resentful too. Exactly. And like you mentioned, like being an empathetic person, if somebody like comes to me and they're struggling, I mean, so much of me like wants to help them like work through it. Mm -hmm. So it is nice to know like they aren't coming to me for advice, they're coming to me just to hold space for them.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really important for people with a chronic illness. Um, I've had a lot of experiences where people People have like when I've vented to them about the symptoms I'm dealing with that day. You know, a lot of them are like, oh, like, what can I help you do to fix that symptom? And I'm like, I literally don't have anything to tell you. If I knew how to fix it, I would have already fixed it. So like, I'm just venting because I'm hurting and I'm Mm -hmm. uncomfortable I'm just trying to, you know, put that pain somewhere else at yeah. the moment. But like, yeah, I think that's something a lot of people with chronic illness struggle with yeah. is people think like, oh, you're venting to me. Like, I'm sure there's some way to get rid of your joint pain. Yeah. Like, no, there's fucking not. If yeah. there was a way to get rid of it, I would have fucking done it already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's so freaking true. Um, so true.
1: My next tip is, and this is important, is if you're asking for help or support from somebody, Demonstrate that you actually took their help or like actually did what they suggested. Because if you're constantly asking for like support from somebody and they're giving you all of this support that you're asking for, but then they're not really seeing that you're taking it, yeah, then they're kind of going to be like, Well, do I keep giving it? Yeah, like they're going to feel awkward about yeah. it.
0: Yeah, well, that just kind of makes me think about like maybe somebody who's in like an up and down, tumultuous type relationship exactly
1: that's a perfect example yeah
0: like going to talk to their friends which a lot of the time ends up causing resentment in Mm -hmm. friendships because it's like they're giving giving you advice and you're not taking the advice and then they're like well why the hell can't she see it Mm -hmm. but I mean I feel like there's so much that goes to play in like toxic relationships but if you went to your friends and said hey I just need to like vent about something that happened like I know that this might make you feel a certain way, but I need you to hold space for me right mm-hmm. now while I figure this out. Like being able to communicate that could, could help save somebody so much frustration. Mm-hmm. And know? that
1: specific example also does go back to the like venting, just venting or actually needing the advice mm-hmm. when it's something like that. I do think, but like say that you, um, asked for somebody f- like I'm using my personal examples obviously during this, but like say I asked somebody for tips um, for like detoxing or something Mm -hmm. for chronic illness and they give me all these tips and then they never hear or see if I did any of it. Then they're, if I ask them for more tips on something else and then they never see anything from that, eventually they're going to be like, I don't even know if she's taking my goddamn advice. This is kind of annoying. Yeah, totally. But if I just message them back and I'm like, Oh, thank you so much for the tip. Like I did it, you know, Mm -hmm. it made me feel better or maybe like, Oh, I tried it, but it wasn't the best. Mm -hmm. Like I got to keep looking just a little bit of feedback, a little bit of something to give back to that person who's wanting to support you. will go a really long way.
0: Another thing that I kind of want to point out is that your friends are not going to be able to help you work through everything. Like your friends can be there to support you and listen, but sometimes you might need to talk to somebody who who can actually kind of help guide you through it. Uh, I know, like, sometimes I have a really hard time as an empath because, like, I know Dustin was going through some stuff earlier with, like, his family dynamic. And I was like, I don't really know, like, how to support you through this. Like, I can hold a space and, like, listen and, like, understand what you're going through. But, like, in order for you to actually work through this, I think it might be beneficial to, like, talk to, like, somebody professionally who knows what the hell they're doing you know so
1: okay so I know you were talking about how like you know you can't always get support from your friends and your family and those close ones to you but then you can also like search for outside help as like therapists and Mm -hmm. you know other like bigger badder type of people to support you in your situation but we also, from our experience, know how important it is to like also figure out how to support yourself. Yeah. um, You can't always seek support from other people. Yeah. You can teach yourself how to support yourself. And in that process of like learning how to support yourself, I feel like that will also like define your boundaries on when you're asking for support from other people. Yeah. too.
0: Well, I also feel like the way that you show up and support yourself kind of models how you want other people to show up and support you as well. And then it's like when you value yourself and appreciate yourself enough to care for yourself, it allows other people to show up in that way for you too.
1: Yeah. So let's take a quick break and talk about our sponsor for today's episode. Feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate, how do you show kindness, self-acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic and clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. I got their journal a few months or a few weeks ago now, and it's a journal that you do every day, and I can just say like it is so amazing. I'm such a journal person though, so I'm just like I love having the prompts to like do um I can't decide if I like doing it in the morning or the night better. I just really can't make up my mind. I've kind of switched between the two, but I just really like it because it's just someplace I can get all of my thoughts down in a, and I have a hard time with like the blank journals, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I have so many thoughts and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. But it. this has like the perfect prompts. It's all about self love and like learning to love yourself, learning to like take care of yourself. It's just literally perfect. But You can transform negative thoughts into self-love and you can actually use our code SocialSoul20 today at switchresearch.org and get 20% off of your purchase. And now let's go back to the episode. Okay. I have one more tip for everyone. Um, When you're asking for support from somebody make sure that you're giving support or like help back in a way that you can. Mm -hmm. So like it might not be in the same way. It most likely is not going to be in the same way that you're asking for support from, Mm -hmm. because that's obviously like something you're locking in and like needing more of, but you can help somebody else in a different way. Like if they're supporting you, ask them, Hey, is there anything I can support you with while you're supporting me? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that makes it not just like a one-way street. Yep. It's going to you know, keep you away from that resentment
0: mm-hmm. that can happen.
1: It's just, yeah, that's something that's really important to remember. Yeah.
0: And I do want to point out there may be some people who are in very low places, like with their mental states, who maybe you can't really offer support for anybody else. And it is just a matter of asking for help so that you can get better. But then maybe when you get to a place where you feel like you can offer that, definitely, definitely do that for them. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. We would love if you could rate and review the podcast as well so that we can reach more people. And check the show notes for that discount
1: code again that we just mentioned. And we'll also have our Instagram handle in there so you can click that. And if you, you know, listen to this episode and you have more to say about how to ask for support from a friend, always let us know because we always want to gather more information from you
0: guys. Yes. And we will make sure that we share that with our listeners. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.
1: Check you next time.